I tend to walk into places and I'm just I'm more of an observer. I'm constantly gathering information and just observing. And so what that tends to make me not is what that tends to not make me is an, an initiator and more of a proactive expression, full of expression type person. But I've realized what's really helpful when I go into situations if oh like I'm gonna intentionally put a smile on when I see this person and say, Hey, it's really good to see you. You know, and like yeah. that that can be the tenor that can change that can start to restore a relationship that may be broken in a family, you know, like, Hey, it's so good to see you. How are you? You know, like, I remember you said this last year, like, or, you know, last, last holiday, like, how's that going? I love that because really what that is, is leadership. And, and good leadership is, is really helping to make relationships better. Hey, welcome back to Restoration Matters. We have conversations around restoring relationships with God and others. I am Nick Raymeyer, joined by Scott Lunkerman and Craig Thompson. Hello. Hello. It's great to have you back, Scott. It's good to be here. Happy holidays. Yeah, we almost kicked you out. <laughs> but you're here, so we love you. <laughs> uh, another great episode for you today. Last week, we talked about tools for dealing with stress during the holidays, and this week, we're talking about we talked last week how to manage those expectations, and that was one of the tools. And this week, we're going to talk about more about managing expectations and how to reframe really our whole outlook um, going into the holidays with maybe some frustrating relationships that you're going to have to be in the presence of. Yeah, just working towards restoration, kind of putting that restoration mindset on intentionally going into what is oftentimes a stressful season of the year. Mm-hmm. It's a Today we're going to start again with our prompt, which happens to be a meme. Mm. So, so what is this segment called, Scott? This segment is called, What Do You Meme? Oh man, we missed that so much last what week. What do you mean? <laughs> and our meme for today is, um, picture a family in a car driving. You've got the father and the mother in the front and a young boy in the back. The boy's leaning over, looking at his father. The mother is kind of looking... Askance, I would say. The father bears a resemblance to Jack Nicholson. Yeah, it probably is Jack Nicholson. It's probably from a movie that you've seen. A young you've Jack seen. Nicholson. Yeah, very young. Yeah. Um, the mother's kind of looking askance. I think that's... What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know, but it works. I think it works. Okay. Um, write into us at podcast at rockside.org if I didn't use that properly. She's looking askance. <laughs> write a scathing review. <laughs> yeah. Tor- for Scott, not public. Like, at the father thinking, what? Or sort of, where is he at? And then the father has this just smug, resigned, sort of like a smirk that you would have when, like, you kind of know, like, everything's about to go terrible. Mm-hmm. And, like, forget it. You know what? It's going to be terrible, just like it always is. And then the text. But you're smiling your way through it. Yeah, but you're like, I'm going to put on a heavy face, even <laughs> though this is terrible. And the mother's like, please, like, have a better attitude. And the son's like, I'm learning everything from you, Father. Yeah. I'm watching um, your every move. I'm going to emulate you. <laughs> and anyway, so the text for this, as he's looking ahead straight at the road, like... <laughs> While the mom and son are looking at yeah. him. Is a couple of weeks isolation with the family. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> which is a perfect encapsulation of what we hope to reframe, which is this expectation that you're going to be seeing family. Um, it's going to be... What's going to go wrong? Like, who's going to say this? Who's going to say that? You know? Yeah. Um, and I would just like to note that um, this is not my experience, mom. <laughs> um, this is for, uh, this is for, you know, 
others you know it's always never nothing ever goes wrong in our family and so thank you <laughs> ever, for listening, mom ever no but that's i mean that's a good point right because regardless of whether it's family or whether it's someone else you know there's there's always there's always relationships in our lives or or groups in our lives where when we go to enter into a time especially an extended time with that group where it's like oh boy buckle up and it's kind of fitting that he's in a car buckled up like you know I just feel I picture him saying this, thinking this, and then just hitting the gas, and we're just going to go forward and come what may, you know. Yeah. Last week we we talked about managing expectations in the way of like having realistic expectations, not mm-hmm. expecting that everything's just going to be smooth sailing because yeah. that's going to be disappointing. You're going to yeah. have to deal with that in real time. Yeah. And this, I feel like this meme is dealing with the opposite end of that, of like just expecting it to be absolutely terrible. Yeah. And then having a bit of a cynical, negative, like, great, can't wait to see you guys. Yeah. 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 It's very much kind of this almost um, resigning yourself, apathetic, sort of whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's probably going to be terrible. It's not an active engagement with this time yeah it's a sort of resignation that like nothing i can do is really going to make a difference and what's the point and here we go i just got to get through this kind of yeah totally so so to your point nick it is managing expectations to a certain Mm -hmm. degree but it's basically resigning yourself to well i just i'm expecting it to go horribly and therefore it's probably going to go horribly and so there's nothing i can do about it and like you were saying scott you know to reframe that is really Really, the goal and and what we'll spend the our time today talking through is like how are different how how do we have the opportunity to reframe that going into the holidays? You know, a couple of weeks ahead of time, thinking through what we could do that could make a positive impact, and really having a more hopeful attitude towards that time. Yeah, I think I'm going to steal what Jen said last week. Was she mentioned how? understanding a person is more than just the present person that you see in front of you and that behind them um, is their whole rest of their life that they've already lived. And in that life that they've lived are experiences, um, everything that comes with life and seeing them like, Oh, you're a lot deeper than just the response that you gave to me at this holiday party that set me off, Mm -hmm. you know, and understanding like you're a human with emotions and experiences that have shaped you and the way you live life and the way you responded to this conversation right now. And that will help us empathize with that person and instead of casting that quick judgment, like, Oh my God, you know, Mm -hmm. there you go again. Totally. You know, instead it's like, wait a sec, like, yeah, you're a person just like me. Like you're broken just like me, Mm -hmm. you know, let me see you through that lens. Yeah. And and ultimately Jen said was seeing them through God's eyes as somebody who needs the love of Jesus Christ. Totally. So what are some ways we can reframe um, as we're approaching? Yeah. What, are, what are some practical things that we could be thinking of or, or, or pra- practices we could put into place? Or? I think first is to recognize the pendulum swing that we all tend to do. And that's either to expect the, oh, it's just going to be peaceful and great. And then you end up being just super disappointed. And then the other end is, oh my gosh, this is going to be the worst ever. You know, we want to find ourselves probably in the middle of that, which I would say is just some realistic expectations and setting yourself up for success in that Mm -hmm. so that you won't be disappointed and you won't go into it with a cynical attitude. That's probably a really good place to start. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. I think part of that, too, is changing the perspective from 
what am I going to get out of this or how is this going to negatively or, you know, or like you said, it, it's negatively or positively affect me. So it's going to be incredible. It's going to be terrible. A lot of times that's very self-referential mm. sort of how is my vacation time going to go? Is it going to make me frustrated? Is it going to bring me into situations that are difficult? Um, so not how is this vacation or is this family time going to be good or bad for me? Change that to what good can I do in this time? Nice. And then that um, you're you're not then you're not measuring it based on how you feel or what happens to you mm-hmm. during that time, but you're measuring it based on like what opportunities do I have and how have I taken advantage of those opportunities to to be a a good um, presence in this situation. That is a really good reminder, and that would change my posture towards anybody pretty quickly yeah you know, like recognizing like if i like had written on my hand and just wrote it on my hand and we're just like to glance at it and it would say like um how can how can you love this person today you know like how can you love the person in front of you it would like immediately bring that spot of like being an initiator and an agent in their lives and like actively listening to them to their story to what they're saying and then while also just learning trying to be gentle and kind and loving mm-hmm. and in whatever we're talking about. Yeah. And I think that that is like mind blowingly big. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think a big one is also what we, we talked about this on an earlier episode, but is really taking responsibility for my own response in the moment. So inevitably something is going to happen. A stress moment is going to boil over and someone is going to say something that might, um, might normally, um, trigger a response that is that makes the situation worse, right? So I like that. I like the one that you were just saying, Scott. What good can I do? Because that's me trying to be intentional to not cause mm. that stress moment from happening. But then there's the other. There's like the the other side of that, which is when the stress moment happens, that I don't make that worse. Yeah. And so, you know, that quote. Uh, my response is my responsibility, so I can't. I can't make sure that nobody else causes that stress moment where things can get out of hand quickly. But I can make sure that when that does happen, or if it happens, that I my response doesn't make it worse. And so, you know, choosing to disengage, choosing to step back, choosing to say, you know what, normally when that happens, I would respond in a way that escalates the tension or escalates the the negative interaction instead i'm going to choose a way to de-escalate in that in that moment so part of that is just reframing your approach by recognizing that you can only you can only control what you can control and yeah. you can control what you do yeah yeah it, you have great influence in that too like if you choose to be loving and to like see that person and all their history behind them mm-hmm. say i'm gonna i'm gonna love you in this conversation yeah like that will influence and inspire them too and probably impact them in a way that they didn't expect and yeah you know it'll start changing the whole culture of the relationships that you have yeah yeah and so a lot of these things really come down to thinking about it in advance mm-hmm and so if there's if there's a banner that kind of goes over all of this stuff, it is taking a moment, doesn't have to be long, but just taking a moment and saying, okay, what are those things? You know, we could probably list out three or five things that that tend to boil over around the holidays. And it's like the the uh, 
that list can be a really good indicator for us of saying like, okay, so when this happens or if this happens, how am I going to respond? You know, um, what could I do? What good can I do beforehand to maybe even prevent it from happening in the first place? That'd be best. Mm -hmm. But then if it still happens, what am I going to do to, to, um, respond in a different way that might actually improve the relationships, um, rather than cause stress and and more tension. Yeah. That's good. I can envision like, you know, you're driving in the car to someone's house for the holidays and like, that's usually the time, right? Or maybe you're dreading most because you're getting closer to like, oh my gosh, like, okay, I got to prepare myself for, Mm -hmm. you know, these really negative interactions I don't want to have or these awkward things, you know, but instead that car ride, if you're with your spouse or just yourself, you know, having a conversation and be like, Hey, how are we going to, how are we going to do this? Well, Mm -hmm. you know, this, this weekend or today. Yeah. How can we, you know, really love our family and our friends in ways that we haven't before and in ways. Yeah, yeah totally. They're not self-referential. Yeah. Yeah. Part of that is um, using, using the past experiences that maybe were negative to your advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, really, I mean, for most of us, I think our family gatherings are not going to be unpredictable. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, our families are in patterns and we have ways that we relate to each other. And when this person's present and this person's present together, certain things, um, certain patterns just happen. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of know the types of things that we're going to be seeing if we've spent, you know, if this is, you know, a family that we've been a part of for a while, we've been getting together every year or whatever. Um, So it's just a matter of recognizing like, oh, like all this past stuff that maybe it'd be you're tempted to want to just forget about and put behind and say, well, it's just going to be different this time. And like, we don't have to worry about what happened last time. Um, that's a tool that you can use to um, come up with a game plan and, and think through, you know, do a walkthrough in your head. Okay. I know that at some point um, this person is going to make a plan and not tell anyone about it and then just go and do it. And then this person is probably going to get really upset about that because there wasn't any communication. And so, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, just, just kind of doing a walkthrough recognizing that you already in some ways you already know what's going to happen yeah so you you can prepare for it and chances are most everybody else knows what's already going to happen too and so that's that's a good reminder that even talking about it openly beforehand isn't gonna surprise anybody you know um if there are patterns in those relationships that repeat over and over and over again most most likely everybody knows it and so um so thinking about ways to graciously Graciously talk about those things beforehand if that's something that, you know, you feel bold enough to do, um, you know, could be done over uh, a phone call or, or in person or, or even an email, you know, saying, hey, you know, I want to, I want to rethink some of these things or I want to, to be aware of some of these things or, hey, you know, for, for me this year, it's going to really help if we can try to do this, Um just the, that proactive approach can really make a big difference. Yeah. I, I'm also curious, what would you guys say to, like, in-the-moment tools, right? Mm-hmm. We show up. We've done the preventative work. We've yeah. done the reframing. We're there. We're hanging out. We're having conversations. Um, what are some of those in-the-moment tools that are going to be helpful? And something that came to mind was, you know, maybe maybe we don't know how to ask the right questions. And that can be pretty daunting. Yeah. For some of us, you know, but I think questions is maybe a good place to start with like tools in the moment, yeah. you know, like asking good questions. And I think a large, broad category for those questions would be like, 
what are questions that are going to be geared towards that person and you learning something about them, right? Because I think a lot of the times you think you know everything about, you know, our family members, and we do know a lot. But, you know, there's people are always growing, evolving, changing ideas or morphing, like, you know, asking questions about what they're learning, maybe about their job, how's it going? Like, what can what kind of questions can you guys imagine asking that would be helpful for for this type of thing? Questions in the moment, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that especially if, if it's if you're the one who has caused a stress response from somebody else, you know, mm-hmm. um, where, oh, all of a sudden that what I said didn't land so well or, oh, now they're upset because of something I said or did. I think that a good question in that moment is, you know, um, is there anything I can do to make that better? You know, I'm sorry. Apologizing and then just asking like, hey, um, did I do something that that caused that tension? So you're saying if, if a conflict arose in the moment, yeah. that's you're asking a question of, hey, how can I help fix yeah. this? Yeah, because because I think just stating intentions, we've talked about that before too, stating intentions is really helpful. So I did not mean to, you know, cause uh, a fight this morning. Mm-hmm. That was not my goal. Um, so I'd really like to help make things better. You know, um, I was not intending to hurt your feelings. I wasn't intending to fill in the blank. Um, and so really just kind of asking that question of what, what can I do to restore this relationship? Right. Yeah, no, that's good. I think, I think what I'm trying to get at is asking open-ended questions, right? Cause you can go to a party and show up and if you're on the vein of trying to be like selfless mm-hmm. and interested in the other people around you and res- being agents of restoration, I think a huge part of this is is learning how to ask open-ended questions mm-hmm. that are going to show interest in that person you're talking to. I right? gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you show up and you're like, well, how's work? Like, well, that's a good, you know. Yeah. And that's usually, that wouldn't be really considered an open-ended question. It's open-ended, but, it, you know, sometimes you need to go further, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I'm trying to think through, like, what, what kind of questions could we be asking yeah. that are going to, you know, kind of move that relationship into the direction of, like, Oh, depth of conversation and like yeah. interest and, yeah. you know. So more along lines of like, what are three to five things that I do that bother you? <laughs> yeah, those are great. Hey, what do you hate most about me? <laughs> what are the last three to five politicians yeah. you voted for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Like that. yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I think along those lines, um, when there's just an empty void, it, the gravity of past dysfunction will often be the most determinative thing for what's talked about and what's done on the activities and discussions. So coming into it with a plan to kind of take an active initiative role Mm -hmm. in where conversations go um, around the dinner table or when you're just hanging out, have like, I mean, even just like have like a list of like, these are five questions that that are really good that are going to start a really good conversation that I know is going to go in a positive direction as opposed to just kind of, seeing how things go and everybody's sitting around and then somebody just, you know, yeah, makes conversation with something that you know is going to be leading in a direction that's yeah going to cause a, something to blow up. I think personally for me, that's one area where I know I can do better. I tend to walk into places and I'm, I'm just, I'm more of an observer. I'm mm-hmm. constantly gathering information and just observing. And so what that tends to make me not is, what that tends to not make me is an, an initiator mm-hmm. and more of a proactive expression, full of expression type person. But I've realized what's really helpful when I go into situations if, oh, like I'm going to intentionally 
put a smile on when I see this person and say, Hey, it's really good to see you, you know? And like yeah. that, that can be the tenor that can change, that can start to restore a relationship that may be broken in a family, you know, like, Hey, it's so good to see you. How are you? You know, like, I remember you said this last year, like, or, you know, last, last holiday, like, how's that going? I love that because really what that is, is leadership. Mm-hmm. And, and good leadership is, is really helping to make relationships better and um, to make interactions better and to, to, to be a, a positive change in the world, but specifically in our relationships. Yeah. And so I just love that because it is not waiting for somebody else to lead in a way that's going to cause um, destruction, which if there's a pattern of that, then like you said, Scott, you know, the gravity is going to be pulling towards more of that. Right. Yeah. It's not waiting for that to happen, which is really waiting for somebody else to lead us off a cliff. But instead it's to, it's to step in and do something different, Mm -hmm. lead in a, in a positive way that is serving other people that is, that is trying to, to make a positive change. Yeah. And thinking through that in advance and then, and then trying it out and being ready for it not to work. Right. Yeah. Because it's great to have all these plans and it's great to kind of go into these moments feeling like, okay, I'm really going to take us in a new direction. But change is hard mm-hmm. and gravity is strong. And so being ready for it not to work and preparing for what to do if it doesn't work. Because it's so easy, and I've done this before too, at different times and in different relationships in my life of thinking like, okay, everything's going to be different. But I'm the only one who is thinking that. Mm. And then I go in and okay, here's what we're going to do. And if it doesn't work or falls flat, well, sometimes that, that then becomes the thing that launches us into old patterns of, you know, destructive, um, you know, conversation or whatever else. And it's like, okay, well, I actually made it worse. Yeah. That's really good. Change is hard and gravity is strong. Yeah. That's so true. And I think personally, right, for me, like that, it's really hard to go out on a limb in leadership. Mm-hmm because I'm scared that it's going to fall flat or that yeah. like what I talk about is uninteresting, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, Oh, and then I get insecure. And I was like, well, I'm just going to bail out, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm going to leave this conversation that didn't go as planned. Yeah. But I think sticking with it. Yes. And, and being confident and like, Hey, I'm, I'm really attempting to be an agent of restoration and lead in the conversation here and be interested in you. And there's no fault or wrong in that. And you really don't have to be insecure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to feel that. Yeah. But I think, you know, as as you practice it and as you do it, I think you'll start to see the change. Yeah. And, you know, just to reiterate, just if you try it and it doesn't work, but you are genuinely trying to be that agent of restoration, keep trying. Right? Yeah. Don't just give up and don't don't then kind of like be the first to dive into the old habits, mm-hmm. um, you know, bail out and dive into the old to the old ruts. Mm-hmm. Um, but stay engaged and stay on that on that leadership path trying to make things better so essentially i think what we're doing is reframing two things we're reframing um our expectations and how we approach the coming holidays and we're also reframing our role yeah in in what we're doing right because now we're challenging all of ourselves to be leaders in restoration yeah and as well as and that includes changing our perception or perceived ideas of what it's going to be like yeah yeah it's more proactively oriented, um, uh, you know, instead of just thinking, 
how am I going to respond when things go wrong? It's how am I going to start things going right Mm -hmm. from the beginning? Yeah. And both of those are important because you're going to want to think about how you respond when things go wrong, but Mm -hmm. um, maybe they won't go wrong if you are taking an active role. And, and, you know, leading is one thing, but if you start to see positive change and it's going in a slightly different direction than you thought it might be ready to follow, Mm -hmm. you know, be ready to, to say, okay, great. Look, look, this is going well. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to follow and they're leading in a positive direction. That's great. So yeah, I mean, the hats can change Mm -hmm. moment by moment. The, the overall trajectory is what we're hoping for. You know, the overall trend is that things are going to be going well and better. Um, that's the goal, regardless of who's leading. Right. So, all right. I feel challenged. Me too. Encouraged. <laughs> so that's that's just, uh, you know, to kind of summarize here. Um, we are, we're talking about um, practically practical things that we can do and proactive things that we can do and think through and maybe have some conversations before the day of or the moment of. Uh, on how we can influence um, some positive change in this holiday season. Um, we have high hopes for everybody out there that you know, even the smallest change can make a big difference. And so we want to encourage you to, to keep at that. If you've got questions or suggestions for topics or meme suggestions or really anything at all, um, we would love to hear from you. You can always email us at podcast at rocksideranch.org, podcast at rocksideranch.org. We would love to hear from you. Um, we just want to encourage you to, to keep at it. Restoration is a process. It takes time. It is often difficult and can feel hopeless, but we hope that you are encouraged to take that next step forward and um, to continue building into those relationships that matter to you the most. Um, we hope you have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you next week on Restoration Matters. <laughs>